Hello, and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. Today, I'm so excited to be here with Elizabeth Wexler from Emlyn Events, and we're going to discuss how her business got started, everything that uh, she's you know, involved in throughout COVID. It's a crazy, crazy time for weddings and kind of get some advice from her about what you all should be doing to prepare for your special day. So first, Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. This is amazing. I'm so excited to have you. I also feel like it's so exciting because you have this brand new business. It's even though it's a crazy time and we all know it's a crazy time. Mm -hmm. um, I give you major props for starting something throughout this time, because the truth is, is that there really is no time like the present. And I feel like a lot of people throughout this time have been like nervous and down and you're showing that you know what, like, I'm going to take this opportunity to really build myself. And for that, I give you like major kudos. And I think it's going to be in an amazing, amazing chapter for you. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was, um, it's crazy. I think the business is probably like five or six, six weeks old today. Um, and to think how young it is and how much has happened in the last month is wild. So yeah, I mean, I started this in COVID, obviously. And at the time was working for a catering company. And we obviously like dramatically changed, COVID dramatically changed the course of our business. And of course we pivoted a lot and we were doing a million things, but you know, at the time it was part-time and working a million hours a week. And I sort of had this aha moment that there is not never gonna be a time like this in my life where I can start my own business and walk away from almost nothing. Meaning like, we lost a lot of events. I lost a lot of my salary and things like, and benefits and things like that. And, and, you know, you can look at all those things that you lose as losses, but I really saw it as an opportunity and, and an opportunity to start, you know, Emlyn events and start this whole commitment free service. So um, yeah, I think you can look at COVID obviously a horrible time. And so many people have been affected medically, physically, emotionally, the whole nine, but I really saw it as an open door to start this business. I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, a lot of people who know me, they know, like, I take a lot of like big risks, like, especially when it comes to, you know, career choices and stuff. Um, I never want to feel pigeonholed or stuck or my main thing is I never want to feel scared that I didn't do something. Mm -hmm. And I'm in the same boat, you know, a very similar same boat as yeah. you. And also same thing, even with the podcast, like for myself, I, it was something I always wanted to do. I did either didn't have the time, didn't have the balls probably. And now I'm like, that's, a big one. <laughs> that's a bit, that's the biggest one. And so I was just like, honestly, like, like, let's just do this. Like, uh, whose whose balls are bigger than mine right now? No one's. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, let's get this thing started. And on my first episode, I didn't know 
I knew what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go with it, but it was COVID. And I'm like, who am I interviewing during COVID that I literally interviewed my parents on like the secret to a happy marriage. And they love that. Listen, like it sounds so nice in theory. And like, they did a great job in terms of like people raved about the episode and told me how funny they were. But like, I, I was like, they were my most high maintenance people. Oh, (laughs) for sure. They were, they were high maintenance. They didn't really like really want to do it. Um, so I forced them. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, can we please sit at the dining room table? It will be easier for recording. They were like, no, we want to sit in the living room. My dad had like two martinis beforehand. I was oh like, I'm God. sorry. I was like you had one job. It was like literally 45 minutes of your life. And you guys made this just torture. And then people are like, are they coming back on? I'm like, are you kidding me? No, <laughs> like that was a one time. That's that amazing. Was enough. I was like, that was enough for me. I was like, it was more work having them on. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a guest appearance, not a full episode. They love a guest appearance. You know, <laughs> they, they, they were feeling good after it. They were feeling like famous. I was like, relax. <laughs> it's just the bride thunder. I feel famous right now. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much because... <laughs> I am excited to have you on and we're going to have fun. So it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) So first thing that I want to ask you is, so how did Emlyn events really get started and where did you, how did you come up with your name? Okay. So like many of us, particularly those of us of the Jewish faith that have grown up in the tri-state area (laughs) and are in the events industry, how much free advice have you given over the years? When your mom's mom's friend calls and is like, what do you think of this menu? What do you think of this menu? Or we're deciding between buffet and family style. Do you think buffet, like, and the amount of conversations I've had over the years and now like uh, you know, whether it's my own friends, my mom's friends, the, running into someone who finds out I work somewhere, who wants to know my opinion of a of total entertainment, which happens all the time. Um, so over the years, I've always joked, and my mom and my sister are lawyers, they have a practice together. And I always joke, I should really build my time like a lawyer, because <laughs> this is crazy. And I have given so much not only free advice, but I've done floor plans and looked at people's timelines and all this stuff for free. So I have for years made this joke about becoming, billing like a lawyer. And then COVID happened and I found myself even more consulting on friends and family friends weddings and also saw the way that the industry was changing. Things were micro weddings started happening and micro experiences and zoom experiences and virtual parties and all these things. And I realized people still need planning support. People still have questions and people still are like, even more so that can we curse on this by the way? Yeah, of course. Okay. I was just one. I, I was about to say something. Yeah, why not? But people more so than ever are like, holy shit, what the fuck do I do now? Like my wedding's canceled. My family is like an at-risk population. Like, do I reschedule? Do I have a Zoom wedding? Do I have a micro wedding? Like what? So more than ever, people need advice and they need help. And so I saw this opportunity to step in 
not as a traditional planner. So basically like to back up for a second, what Emlyn Events does is we provide commitment-free planning services. So we do offer the traditional planning, full and, and partial planning services, month of planning, um, but we offer our services at a month to month uh, basis, meaning you hire us, we work for you, for you and with you as a full service planner for that month. We're on retainer for our clients for that month. And when the month ends, we decide if we wanna continue or not. So if there's another shutdown, we just don't continue and we cancel the wedding, we don't continue. We, uh, if there's a change in, in the world ends tomorrow, we don't continue, there's no contract to fight over. So um, I guess if the world ends, there's other issues to deal with, but. <laughs> But so I really saw the need, people still needed help. And I really wanted to hone in on this com commitment-free offer. Um, so that's sort of how Emlyn was born to answer the first question. Then the second question, Emlyn is a family acronym, actually. It's, um, yeah, it's my nuclear family. It's a bit of a family joke. I did it originally like as a placeholder, I was like, oh, I'll become Elizabeth Wexler events when I'm ready to like go live. And the name kind of stuck and I had some press around it and really early on. And I was just like, okay, well, I'll take it and run. And I think, um, I think that's kind of the best way to do it. Like, I feel like whatever you think of first is like almost what it's like meant to be. Um, <laughs> I know I even had that kind of same experience with my own company that people were like, your name is Esty. You should do something with that for your event company. And I'm like, events by Esty and Esty's events, like neither of those are happening. Like that, <laughs> I was like, I want one word. I don't want it exactly to be my name, like one word. And that's how I came up with mine, which is event pyre. And I was like, I'll take it with me because like at the end of the day, like, like the empire state building, like I want to take it all the way to the top. Like, so oh, hell yeah. Well, you know, I like, um, I've been doing a lot of like learning in COVID and I, so I was doing a Columbia university. I didn't go to Columbia, but someone invited me, my brother invited me to a Columbia university, like lecture on zoom that said, starting it was about starting your own consulting company and one of his he had like 10 major points and I wish I could remember the name of this guy but one of the points was if you're starting your own consulting company don't use your own name and he went into a million reasons why um and in weddings it's obvious I mean you people get really attached to a name and obviously I want to grow and grow and grow. And I already have a date that's double booked. And I, I have, you know, somebody that I can put on that event. That's not me. So I, I did it because I didn't want people to become attached to me because I want to have a team and I want to grow Emlyn events, obviously. Um, and I think in our industry, you see it with a lot of planners. People become very attached to a single individual. Right. Um, so that's one of many reasons why I chose to go with, 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 to go with Emlyn and not switch back to Elizabeth Wexler. Yeah. Um, I see what you're saying. I wouldn't have thought about that at first, but it's true. People do get attached to a name. Mm -hmm. And if you are looking to have that team, it will be good because then whoever else you hire and then like 
have them on certain events, then those clients will know them as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but it's like, I mean, listen, if I'm writing a, you know, you know, when you contract me, if I'm there or not, but if I have the date booked already, I'm, you know, I can offer my, a planner that works with Emlyn that has the level of, of, of expertise that I expect at our event. So it's great because it's double win for everyone. Exactly. And think about it in six weeks of having your business, you already double booked a date. I mean, that's amazing. That's the dream. That is. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. My business model is so interesting. It's so flabbergasting to me because I have clients that I have one client in particular that it had to is rebooking. So she was a COVID canceled wedding in the city and at an indoor space in the city moved to next year already had booked somebody to do her month of coordination. So she brought me in to find a new venue, an outdoor COVID safe venue, just as a consultant on a month to month retainer basis. So it's kind of interesting, like to work in this capacity as a consultant and not a planner. Um, And then of course I have my month ofs and planned and clients that I'm planning that are so it's, it's just wild the way this industry is revolutionizing before our eyes. Yes. Well, in terms of revolutionizing, um, <laughs> with everything going on in New York, I mean, of course the whole world is dealing with COVID, Yeah. but I think, and maybe, you know, maybe you have a different feeling on this, but you and I are both New Yorkers, um, and work within New York doing weddings and whatnot. And we see that there's so many rules, so many guidelines right now, not being able to do over 50 people. So we're like micro weddings only. What are some things that you see that are trending right now? Like, do you think that micro weddings will be a trend even past, like once COVID is over, God willing, someday, if ever, I don't know, but... And like, what other things do you see? Color schemes for the year, themes, anything that you think that people are kind of going towards more of opposed to maybe some other things that used to be done? Yeah, I definitely think um, micro weddings are here to stay. I think they are not just a fad of COVID or I should say a result of COVID, but totally like, like, to have a co- to have a micro wedding, I think is a conscious choice and really says something. And um, I totally think they're here to stay. I am all for the micro wedding and the bombastic, crazy, fun five year anniversary party. That's what I'm pitching to my clients. It's yeah. just like the bar mitzvah kids are going to have the crazy, crazy sweet sixteens and not the bar mitzvahs. So I think that people find excuses to party, of course, and we're all here for it, believe me. But I think micro weddings are so magical and so special and so unique. And everyone that I've been a part of, the couple has looked at me or the families looked at me and said, like, I regret nothing. This has been incredible. And it is so grounding. And it is such a, like, reminder of what's important and truly like bless such a blessing so so blessed to even be a part of these experiences honestly that's how I feel 
So I do think micro weddings are here to stay. Um, I think COVID has been really grounding in general for a lot of people and, and has altered their wedding plans and what they're looking for. In terms of other trends, well, somebody said to me on the phone, a bride said on the phone to me today, she's planning a pretty um, luxe, I should say, micro wedding. And I would call this bride very trendy. And she said um, that it, something like it'll be luxe and very chic, but very comfortable. So I really, I felt like that, the way she put it was so true of the moment, like, and what does that mean? Like, maybe it's like really fantastic China, like beautiful China, but like a real down home country, like family style dinner. So I think like we're seeing like a little bit of the high low right now and the like ca luxe casual comfort. Like I see trending all over Instagram. Um, people are doing shoots of like, I mean, I posted one like, dining scenes on the beach so you're seated on the floor but having this like ridiculous lavish dinner with um taper candles and like bunches of grapes and fruits and whole chickens and the whole thing so I think that's like a little bit of what's happening right now um and I you know I don't know I mean for years I've always said like people are still nervous to play with color I feel like that's still, do you feel like that's still happening? I feel like, yeah, I feel like people are still like a little nervous with color. And also like, I do feel like greenery where it has been trending for a while is still very much in. Like people want that all white look with the touch of greenery. Yeah, I mean, and it's also like, I think everything is so different now because people are looking in venues and there's, the venue game is so different now. Um, I mean, all, this is obvious, but like something that's, or maybe it's not, but I've, I think people are looking more, obviously more out of the city and um, looking at places that can house their family. So they can have like 20, 50, even a hundred people stay on property and really create an experience out of it. So maybe they were going to do a 300 person wedding at the plaza and they've opted for a hundred people at Valley Rock Inn to spend two nights together. So yeah. it's, um, I found those experiences are what people keep asking about. Um, so yeah, I mean, the wedding weekend is definitely here to stay, I think. I like the thought of a wedding weekend. If you can make it somewhat affordable for your guests. That yeah. That's definitely yeah. something that I love because people love to get away. And even, I mean, in today's times, I guess people aren't going away like they were, but we're hoping in 2021 that they can. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, to touch on something is that so many people are, I think they still want to just do the micro wedding opposed to the big wedding because they're like, I want to get married now. I don't want to wait. And who knows what the future is going to hold. And I, I have to, even to myself, I think about this, like pr probably daily because every day I wake <laughs> up and I'm like, I can't believe we're still in this. I can't believe this whole thing. But then I'm, I wake up and I'm like, you know what, in this time of such uncertainty, like I have to thank God that like I'm healthy I'm like, fine. My, I'm like paying my bills and I'm 
building myself. I know. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy, but like, if anything in this time, I think even, especially for our brides and grooms, it's showing that like, this is the beginning for you in like your, you know, your future with someone and you're, you're getting this like big challenge almost like, Start, mm-hmm. like I don't want to say started now but like yeah. I, I want to say out of the way now that like yeah. you guys can like if you can get through this you can get through anything it's it's not yeah it's true it's funny like people always come up to speaking of COVID people always come up to me or like I have I do free consultation I do free consultations no pitch needed <laughs> but I um I, people always are like, we don't know what to do. Do we have a micro wedding or should we wait and have a wedding in 2022? Like, what do we do? And I always go, you know, we're getting married. Like, I don't know. Like, do you want to get married? (laughs) You know, it's your decision. It's such a personal decision and I can help that. You know, I act as therapist 99% of the time, but I'm always like, you know, people get married for a million different reasons. Sometimes they, it's because they feel like it's the thing to do before kids. Sometimes it's because they want to buy a house together or in, in, do some sort of financial decision together. Or sometimes it's just because it's a commitment of their love and nothing more. Like, I can't really answer those decisions for you or even ask those questions. So, you know, you really need to tell me what's what's more important. And I always ask my clients, like, what's the lesser of all evils? Would you rather have a 50 person wedding would, and lose 200 guests or a hundred guests, whatever? Would you rather um, give up on the venue of your dreams? Would you rather wait on your wedding and wait a whole year or two before getting married? Like what is the non-negotiable here? And then let's figure out what makes sense for you. Yeah. But it's funny to hear people always say to me, like, what do we do? And I'm like, well, I can help you get there, but I can't determine what you should do for your personal lives. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. And I also feel like every, like everybody's why is different, like why they're yeah. getting married. And yeah. the truth is you have to decide, especially when it comes to your wedding, what the, like, what are the things that you can negotiate and, and like, change up and what are the things that you like absolutely like cannot negotiate like I know I don't know if like you watch anything or like listen to anything like from Betches yeah but like one of one of the like CEOs of Betches got married over the summer and she had like 40 people in her I saw that actually yeah and and it was beautiful I mean it was absolutely stunning and she was like I have literally no regrets. Like, and she was going to have like a 200 person wedding in Florida, like got like pushed back. And I thought to myself, like, I saw the pictures. I like watched the whole thing. Of course that was like stalking Birch's Instagram. Like (laughs) I can't help myself. I love Birch. (laughs) And I was like looking at everything and I'm like, it was absolutely beautiful for 40 people. And it didn't look like it didn't look like anything was missing, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about, about all these micro experiences. They've every single one I've had, first of all, the pictures are incredible. You can, you can spend so much, put more, so much more attention to the details that really matter to you. Like this is, that's the time where you can 
hire a chef and hire the chef of your dreams and do like a 10 course chef's dinner if that's where you want to spend your money or you know, I, I'm working with someone who's like creating a wild floral installation. I mean, you you can really like do what you want to do and create the photos and the memories in a way that you can't with a 300 person wedding or a 200 person wedding or a 150 person wedding. So you can have so much more leeway with your budget, which is amazing. And yeah, I saw that wedding on Instagram. The photos are incredible. She looks like it says, you see it all in their faces. She looks so over the moon and so does her new husband. Um, yeah, I think it says it all. Yeah. I know if it was me, I would easily be like, I'm good with the micro wedding. Like totally let's chop the list and like, <laughs> let's put the money into rentals and food like let's do this I know well spoken like a true caterer oh yeah I live for rentals when I see like custom couches and ghost <laughs> chairs and this like nothing gets me more excited than that it's like you want to know something funny about rentals because <laughs> you know I'm I am I always say I was raised in catering I mean I am like a deep deep-rooted caterer yeah um so this is a funny joke a little shout out to creative edge but we used to sit in the office and we would do like constant seated dinners like nonprofit galas and weddings and corporate dinners and blah 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 you get it and we would always have to order coffee obviously we had a whole coffee section from party rental and we used to we used to like quiz each other and say okay this is a 300 person seated dinner nonprofit gala how many coffee cups do you think I need and I would be like 40. Like I was always <laughs> so low with my numbers. I never once ever, ever once missed a coffee cup. And to this day, <laughs> like we text each other and we're like, okay, how many 15 person micro wedding in East Hampton, how many coffee cups? And I'm like 15. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a hilarious that's game. I would live to play. <laughs> oh yeah. And we would like put money on it. And, um, Never once, because I always undershoot like crazy. I never order the amount of coffee cups because no one ever drinks coffee, especially at weddings. And I undershoot like crazy. And they're like, no way, we can't go that low. I'm like, oh, just watch. <laughs> it's so true. I, I also, I grew up in the catering world. Um, I grew up in the kosher catering world, actually. So yeah, says in, a- and says it sounds. <laughs> And it's funny how New York weddings are so different than like anywhere out of state Yeah, because out of, yeah, out of state, like you have to like write on the, like on the RSVP card, like what you're getting. Oh yeah. You know, some places do that here, but no no one would like creative edge does not do that. And no one of, you know, I haven't worked for any companies that have done that um I have that's why I'm saying it (laughs) and it was a pain in the ass because everyone would change their orders night of and we wanted to kill ourselves right right yeah exactly I can't see how that ends up being you know like worthwhile because like what are you gonna do like you get 60 steak orders and you're only gonna order 60 like no we know you're not doing that that would be insane insane are you gonna tell the mother of the bride when she changes from salmon to steak like oh I'm sorry like you pick salmon (laughs) like you're stuck with that like you're gonna have to switch with someone (laughs) yeah who wants to switch with the mother of the bride can you even imagine that happening 
I would be dad. No, I would, I would, no, I would hide. I would never let that happen. <laughs> no, me either. So I wanted to kind of like, you know, just touch a little bit on now you have these like unique plans that you offer. And, you know, we kind of went into, you know, like billing, like a lawyer, which I really, I really appreciate that because I also know it's like, if I got paid for the free advice that I've given, I'd be a millionaire. (laughs) I would be a millionaire. Like we could, we could retire right now because like (laughs) the amount of free advice, the amount of contracts that I look over for people for free and negotiate and write in and say, don't do this, do this, like push for this. You're not going to get this, like whatever it is. So I totally get what you're saying. And sometimes even for myself, I feel like I'm like need to be ballsier that way. And like, I, like I'm getting there, but like, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, so it's this, the company's revolutionized, as I said, already in five weeks, when I started this, I wanted to, I was intending on billing hourly and I still technically offer that service, um, where I joke, it's like therapy for event planning, but, and then the clients pay by the hour and whatever, but I hate it. I I don't think it works. The month to month is so much more, we can build a relationship together. We can get actual work done. Like the, the thing with events is everything builds on one another. So I can't, I sometimes can't give clients the right advice without hearing back from vendors and venues. And, and so that's why the month to month just ends up being such a better use of everyone's time. Um, so while, yeah, like a client can call me and say like, let's review, I'm, I'm deciding between this, this, and this, like, I want to get your opinion on it or, you know, like, uh, family drama. Can we talk about it? Like, yeah, I'll talk for an hour and bill for it. But the month to month is really where like the real work is coming in and I'm really finding success with clients. So, um, but I have to say, like, I have, I still have plenty of people calling me for free advice that that doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's still like the friend of a friend or the neighbor who found out I started a wedding planning company. Like there's still all of that happening like oh do you have a quick second my son's boyfriend's husband's cousin has got all that's still happening (laughs) of course I don't think it will ever stop (laughs) but with um with the month to month I think that that's a really really great option that you're offering for people and it's something so different that I haven't heard done before yeah so it's 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 really interesting because you can hire me for a specific project. So I have one client now, like we are only focused on venues and she's relocating. So venue relocating, or you can hire me to be a full service planner, but build month to month. So, and I'm very honest, like when I get to a place with my clients where I'm like, okay, you don't need me next month. Like we have a year from your engagement, your save the dates are out. You're the, like, Let's take a month or two off. Like, but, but I put a timeline together. I know when we need to get back in touch, but you know, then it's really like I'm on the client schedule. And the best part is, is 10 days in my contract. I require this 10 days before the month's end. You tell me if we were proceeding or not. And if not, I put everything together in a Google doc and I say, good luck. (laughs) It's yours. But, um, 
I'd say more, more often than not, it's like the relationship is there. So when it then eventually comes to their wedding and I am the person, you know, who eventually is the wedding coordinator and, and managing everything from setup and, and all that, like, at least I'm not a random stranger stepping in for day of, I'm someone they have a real rapport with. And at this point I've like met family and mom and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's really nice. It's much more meaningful, I think, to have that relationship. Yeah, I think so too. And I think also it's funny how clients in the end usually end up becoming friends, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, because you have all that time with them. You really get to know them and you, you end up like knowing them on such a deep level, you know, about all the family relationships or any kind of relationship drama that might be going on or, or like things going on with the bridesmaids and the groomsmen and, and anything going on. It is like, like being a therapist, like you said. Totally. Yeah. 99% therapy sometimes, (laughs) but it's, I mean, I was a psych major, so I, I guess I prepared for this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really like so much of what we do is like understanding people's skills and, and the human brain and like what people are going to do before they do them. And, what accidents are going to happen before they happen. And like, I mean, you know, just being on site is like 90% crisis, either averting crises or managing crises. So it's, um, it is interesting and it's a lot of psychology. Yes, it, it for sure is. I am, I am with you on that. (laughs) (laughs) Now with, with couples, I thought of this question because I think that this is so important. Now you being a planner, obviously people are coming to you pretty much after they get engaged. What are things that a couple should discuss on their own prior to coming to you? Well, I do always have a free consultation and my favorite line ever, I probably say it a hundred times a day is, this is just food for thought. So I give them like a, like a heavy question, but then I'm like giving them stuff to think about. So, you know, obviously like on the consultation, I don't, I'm not even comfortable half the time asking about money, budget, if it comes out great, but sometimes they're not even at the point of understanding like which side is giving money and where the money's coming from. And are they contributing the couple themselves? And And if so, how much and what? And sometimes they're not even there yet when they call me and when we speak. So I kind of like fish out um, the budget questions. And I'm like, this is just food for thought. And I see what they do with it. And, um, And sometimes they'll come to you and say, okay, this is my budget. Like, this is what, who's contributing what? But more often than not, I sort of am like, okay, these are, these are the conversations we have to have. This is yada, yada, yada. Um, So I would say, so often they come to me like right after engagement and our consultation is from ground zero, I should say. And I put those questions in the air. And then by the first conversation, they've usually thought about budget. Um, or what we do is we create mock budgets on our first conversation and we work backwards on like on creating budgets so they can go back to their parents, let's say, and say, okay, this, this is going to cost this, this is going to cost that. 
maybe it's meeting in the middle, maybe this is the dream, maybe A is the dream and B is the backup plan, whatever. But um, I spent a lot of time in the early days, like working on those mock budgets with clients. Um, and I know people hate this, but I always encourage my couples to look at Pinterest, not just to like, I'm curious to know what you think about this. Cause I always, I'm like, okay, we'll create something better than Pinterest. We're not going to recreate someone else's wedding, but like Pinterest at least gives you a direction. You know, it helps me understand their style in particular. I mean, if they're like doing long tables that are farm tables and family style, it gives me a much better direction than if they're like saving, pinning ballrooms in the Plaza hotel with like really ornate chandeliers and yada, yada, like at least it kind of gives me a direction for their personal taste. And I, I even like, I just looked at a client's Pinterest. She had nothing wedding related, but she had like makeup and cooking and this and that. And I was like, okay, at least I have a feel for this person as a human being, not as a bride. But um, so I, I actually really encourage and love looking at people's Pinterests. I think that Pinterest is a great tool. Um, you know, it's weird. I actually don't think I've been on mine in a while. And now I'm like, oh, I need to get on it. I would like want to know what's going on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think Pinterest is a great tool. I think that you can kind of see what people like versus what, or really what colors they like. Like even just starting with that, that's a big thing to know. Or like, are they a beach person or are they a mountains person? Because if you're a mountains person, you're not going to choose to get married at the beach. It's just not who you are. So I agree with that. It's also, you know, us, you and I, we're both Jewish. You know, if you have a Jewish client, you know that like they are going to want to do a chuppah and like chuppahs end up being like a huge deal about like how big it's going to be. And like, like, are they going to do that in colors? Because if then you can base all these other things yeah. for the, like for the theme of the wedding. Yeah. So I, I know some planners, people in the industry, they're like, oh, I hate Pinterest because it's like giving this false reality to a couple. I don't really necessarily, I don't agree with that thought. I think Pinterest is a good place to start with a couple. And I yeah. also think that, it's yeah, nothing is going to be exactly like Pinterest, but it will give you this, it will give you this sense of where to kind of start with somebody yeah, and, and, and check it out from there. Yeah. I, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't I, see an issue with it. I think the reality is we live in a content driven world. We're so inundated with content constantly. And I, I think there's a way to like control the story and the narrative through interest in a way there's not necessarily, you can't do that through Instagram. So I love it. And, um, and not all my clients want to like add me and like be friends with me on Instagram, but like Pinterest feels a little bit more like the LinkedIn of wedding planning. (laughs) That's, that's so true. It is. And, and I don't know any personally, like, I don't know any bride who's like, oh no, I would never go on Pinterest. Like they're all on there. They all like, they all have some sort of vision, even if they don't know exactly what they want. 
there's something in there that shows something that they want. Yeah. And a lot of brides now too, um, are into like very DIY kind of things, rustic, like rustic is still very in. It's still like, Pinterest has solutions for all of that. They they did. Pinterest has solutions. I know for me, um, I like to do a lot of like DIY design work when it comes to like my home, my events, like whatever. And I will buy things from like random thrift shops and like spray paint it and do it something different. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I'm like someone who needs 700 projects at all time. Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not happy if I don't have 700 like balls in the air to catch, but, <laughs> but like, you know, and I, if I'm able to like make something that I could provide to like a bride for her day that you're like, I like, you could find it in the ugliest color. Don't worry. I'll spray paint it for you and like bedazzle it into something else and you'll use that. Like, I love that. Yeah. And I mean, that's a society that we're living in too. The world of Etsy, you know, like, you know, you can get a light up sign on there. Now you can get, um, the bedazzled jackets that say Mrs. So-and-so. I mean, honestly, who doesn't like that? And I will truly say, I love merch. Like, <laughs> I, I think that's like the Jewish side of me, like coming out, like, but I, yeah, the free merch. I, love it. I love it. If I know that's that the best part a, of a bar mitzvah is all the merch bag, bag, like, like a sweatshirt, you're giving out a pair of socks. Like I'm Look, in, you know what the best part now of these, of these micro and zoom events is like, and I'm going to do a little shout out to Becca at Sweet Papery, but like this now you're getting merch for like 65th birthdays and 75th birthday i think she just posted 75th birthday merchant like that they're shipping out for a zoom experience and i'm like this is like the best 75th birthday ever i love it if you tell me that you're like giving me a sweatshirt or you're, i'm okay. like in i'm sold i'm sold yeah. where's my sweatshirt <laughs> i still i still sleep in like random rachel's bat mitzvah pants who like who's rachel i don't know <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, I have. And my, my favorite thing of all time is, and like how I started even in my own business is doing like candy tables and stuff at the end of events. And I live for like, if you give out something at the end of the night, like a take-home station, a take-home bakery, like nothing gets me more excited than that. (laughs) I'm like, I don't even care if I sound like such a loser. Like if I'm going to the wedding and like there, like there's no kind of like takeaway station, like you missed the boat, you missed it. <laughs> people are like, I love it. people are like, if you were getting married right now, like what would you, what would you cut on? What would you not? I was like, well, I would not cut on that on a Viennese station. I go, I know that that's very old school to people, but it is the one thing that I'm like, I love to see a million desserts that's and so funny. take them home. Like, I like, that would be the joy for me, for people to be like packing up these bags at my wedding. Well, and you it- and I are so, I mean, clearly catering in the blood. We're so food focused. Like I'm always like, okay, what's going in the hotel room block? Are we giving them snacks for the weekend? Yeah. Do they need water? Like, I think it's a mix <laughs> of the like crazy Jewish mother in our genes and the, um, and the food focus, like in our blood. It's, it's, it's so always true. how I think. It's so true. Yeah. No, that like, that like, 
that definitely gets me excited. Like, I'm like, what do you mean just wedding cake? Where's the cake on donuts? Like, what? <laughs> donuts. Always right. a good call. It's a, it, you really can't go wrong with it. You just can't go wrong with it. That's my favorite part of Roundhouse Weddings in Beacon is there's this crazy donut place and you have to incorporate the donuts in your wedding, whether it's like late I night, next day. We need to take a trip. We're taking a trip to Roundhouse. We're getting donuts. It's, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> I'm so- Well, no, we should- we can get donuts on the way home because they're also an excellent companion in the car. I feel like you get me and you're speaking my language. <laughs> like you get that I need a snack on the way home. You understand? Yeah. Then we, we'll stop obviously for more iced coffee and more snacks and Twizzlers. I, I do Twizzlers in the car. Um, I could find pretty much anything to do in the car, but I'm like, I like like goldfish with like a side of red airheads, you know, like, okay, mix it up. Yeah. All right. Like, I like like a salty and a sweet, you know, and then we'll have like, like pretzels and like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. You got to like cover all the nations. I'm in. (laughs) Between all that and the donuts, like we're, we're set. Yeah, we'll have some like carrots for a healthy snack. We'll throw that in there just to say like, to say that we had it. Yeah, for the (laughs) Instagram picture. Yeah, for the Instagram, exactly, (laughs) exactly. We're healthy. (laughs) We're we're healthy. Just don't look at our donuts (laughs) and we're not sharing them either. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. So with, with Emlyn events being a new business, what projects or things do you have in the works that everyone should look out for? Um, well, obviously follow me on Instagram to see everything. I'm doing something amazing that I think is going to be a huge value to everyone, which is I'm providing a really comprehensive list of tri-state wedding venues or venues that can help that can host weddings that have outdoor spaces are covid compliant and most importantly are open and functioning because there's so many places that still have their doors closed um so that list is obviously if you work with me you get access to that list um and it's great there's places in the hudson valley in the catskills new york city um rooftops gardens available for rent even like you know, for smaller occasions, small private homes that offer their space for rent. Um, there's a, a few really amazing spots in New Jersey. So really like, I mean, I'm working with a bride now who was like, I need to be within an hour of Fairfield County and within an hour of New York City. And it's great. So we have all the resources down for that. Um, so that's, that's, a huge project that I'm continuously working on, especially as new venues open and close and COVID compliancy changes. Um, And it's really hard to keep track of, obviously, because the venues change every day, what they're allowing, what they're not allowing, blah, blah, blah. Um, What else do we have going on? We just, uh, well, 2021, 2022, we're booking out. So, which is really, really exciting. we're almost fully booked for September, October 21, which is great. We have a few dates left, a few weekends left, I should say. Um, so look out for that. And I feature new, uh, I do feature new venues and vendors on the story constantly. 
Um, so that's really great. I feel like I, you know, I want to be a resource to people, especially couples in need of support and assistance. So, yeah. I, th I think that that list is such a great idea because it kind of, it helps people really narrow down their search before yeah. going and seeing a place. And it, it, it might not work for them just logistically how far or the capacity yeah. or anything like that. So it's like before anybody takes the time to go to certain places, it kind of really narrows it down for them, which is a great idea. Yeah. And something we do that I think is amazing is we, we really compare the venues apples to apples. So what, the, what I mean by that is so many venues offer really different pricing structures. So like they might offer a, event, a space, but you have to bring in an outside caterer or they might be a cater, catered run space or they might be a space that has every single, you know, we call them rentals, but China glassware, flatware, tables, chairs included and a place that has everything but, I mean, I called a place that had everything but the linen. So every, so basically what I try and do is I put it together in a sheet and really compare them apples to apples. So what like an average price for catering at the venue, rentals, um, do we need a tent? What's the cost of that? And saying, okay, this is your rough price for food, beverage, staffing, rentals, venue, tent if needed, because we're looking at outdoor spaces. So I can really give my clients like a real comprehensive bird's eye view of these venues and compare them. And I think, I think often couples get really misled when they're calling venues. And as you know, and they hear like, oh, it's a $5,000 rental. That's not bad. And then there's obviously the catering per person charge and then there's the rentals charge and then there's the admin charge and then there's the ceremony fee charge and they add up and people and then you're left with you know then you have a forty thousand dollar bill in front of you and you're holy shit how did i get here so what we do is we really avoid that because we're like okay this is all the information take it and run yeah no i i hear that because I know certain people just in my life, right? And they <laughs> we're looking at venues where like everything had to be brought in. And I'm like, this isn't for you. Like, and, and sometimes you just have to know that about yourself too. Like, I'm like, this is going to stress you out in your planning process. So no, like you should pick a place that has most, at least, if not all, most of these things on site. I was like, you're going to go off site for things like your flowers and your bander DJ and that kind of thing. But I'm like, have your catering as part of your venue, because like, this is stressful for you. Like you're, I'm like, not everybody can deal with that well. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, I mean, like, that's like so well said, you have to know yourself and your limitations and like, when you set the right expectations for yourself, you succeed. And I think people like over stress themselves with, especially with wedding planning, because there's so many voices, mom, dad, brother, sister in their head and around them. This is what you should do. This is what I want, but you really have to set the expectations and like figure out what makes sense for you. Yeah. And, and you need to like hire a wedding planner because like, Hell yeah. <laughs> That's just what you need to do and make you the need day to hire Emlyn events, 
on a month to month contract, we will be your full service wedding planner and we will provide you with a stress free experience with zero commitments. So where, where are your people? There you have it, people. There you have it. <laughs> so where you really opened that up for me there. I, listen, you dropped the spotlight on me. That's what I'm here to do. That's what we're here to do. This is what we just, this is, this is what we do here at the bride tender. Thank you. That was great. <laughs> so where can everybody go and follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at, at Emlyn events, E-M-L-A-N events. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Emlyn events. You can find me on my website at www.emlynevents.com. Um, you can also email me at Elizabeth at emlynevents.com. But yeah, go follow me on Instagram. I post, I go to at least one venue a week and I post fun facts and fun things about the industry. I've been in this industry for 12 years. I feel like I know so many people and so many vendor friends and I just like to bond and talk and hang out on Instagram. So whether you're a vendor or a friend or someone I haven't met or a potential couple, let's chat. I get free consultations, so I'm happy to chat with everyone. Yeah, anyone. Perfect, perfect. And I can truly say just even from your Instagram content, you go to some of like the most awesome venues. Thank the most you. exciting one, of course, 620 Loft. I love that. Place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been working at 620 since I was like a child because the catering world has brought me out there so much, but it's truly one of my favorite venues. And the best part about it is the fact that it's a garden in New York City and it's in it's overlooking Rockefeller Center and St. Patrick's Cathedral and it's outdoors. So we can do micro weddings. We can do weddings there. I mean, whatever, you know, they capacity up to like, I mean, 50 still, but, uh, <laughs> but it's outdoors and you can feel safe planning an event there. It's awesome. What a beautiful venue, right? So beautiful. Oh my God. Every time I see pictures of it, I was like, I need to go there. I need to go there right now. It really yeah. is nice. Well, yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, there's, and the best part, I mean, there's so many places to take photos around there. There's so many hotels around there. You're in Rock Center, you're near Central Park. It's the best. It is. It is. And it photographs always well. I know. Like and no it's outside. If you'll see, go look at my Instagram because there's a photo that I'm obsessed with there of all of an outdoor ceremony with umbrellas. And clients always ask me before they sign there, like, what if it rains? Because there's a small little um, tent in like the, in, in the patio, but the garden, you cannot tent. And I'm always like, if it rains, first of all, it's good luck. Second sure. of all, you get amazing photos. And I always share this photo from this wedding a few years ago and the photos with all the guests with umbrellas. It's like, I feel like it's like a piece you would see like in a gallery. Like, it's just an awesome picture. I sometimes think that rain or even clouds make for some of the best photography, even better than the sun sometimes. Yeah, I totally agree. Direct sunlight is harsh on everyone. <laughs> yeah. not I'm, not, I'm not meant for it. I can tell you that much. I'm better in the clouds. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast because this was so fun. 
Thank you. I hope I, I hope I did. Okay. Um, you did amazing, like amazing. And we're going to like plan the trip of a lifetime to Roundhouse and get donuts and all the above. It's going to be so fun. So fun. I can't wait. This is just like the beginning of just like a beautiful friendship, you know? I know. I feel it too. It's kumbaya. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I want to wish you the best of luck with the business, even though you don't need it because you already have it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. And you, you broke my podcast virginity. I'm so excited to have (laughs) you have no idea. (laughs) And um, we'll definitely have you come back on because it was so fun. So why not? We're going to do it a second time, of course. And um, we need to let everybody know to make sure that they follow you on Instagram at Emlyn events. And we're going to showcase a bunch of pictures of, you know, your work so everybody can see it and everybody can follow you. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of The Bride Tender, where you can catch it every Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now on YouTube, because I was told that I have to be on there. So here we are. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so you can catch us every single Monday. You can follow me on Instagram at sc.gordon and catch up with my life and what I'm doing when I'm podcasting and when I'm not. And make sure to follow The Bride Tender on Instagram for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your special day and hiring the best in the business to execute smoothly what you need done. Because honestly, keep it to the professionals, people. Keep it to the professionals. And make sure to follow Elizabeth at Emlyn Events. Um, Check out all her work. Get in touch with her. It's a free consultation, people. It's free. Get in touch. See how she can make your day amazing. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Feel free to slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.